Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Hey there, welcome to another Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk, because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, we talk about comparison and how to keep ourselves focused on our own journey so that we can celebrate our success and the successes of others with freedom and joy and not jealousy. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, I miss you so much last week. Welcome but back. I- I listened in. I actually listened when I went on my walk today. I listened to the podcast version and I loved everything you were talking about, the accountability and uh, falling off the wagon. It was really awesome. I'm so proud of you. It wasn't the same though. We always like having the trio. So we're glad you're back and it sounds like you had a great trip. So It was. It was awesome. And I will tell you, I came home and I got on the scale and I maintained on the trip. And, you know, my my whole goal for the past, well, several weeks has just been maintenance. And so to be on the trip and to be able to maintain and, you know, I have such anxiety when I travel because of all the food allergies, but um, my conference leaders were amazing. They gave me all the things that we were going to eat and the restaurant contacts. So I was able to reach out ahead of time and advocate and get food for myself so that I was able to eat with everybody. And so that was very freeing feeling. And um, yeah, it was really good. And you started it off with the vacation carrots. I mean, you know, how can you (laughs) go wrong? I bought because a couple of the um a couple of our real WW talk Facebook group members have posted that they found rainbow rainbow vacation carrots. Fancy. Right. And so I hunted for rainbow vacation carrots and they were delicious. And if you're new to the podcast and you have no idea what vacation carrots are, they're just carrots that are cut like a chip in a crinkle, like a crinkle style chip. And I take those with me when I go on vacation because they feel much more special than the standard baby carrot. So (laughs) there it is. (laughs) They are pretty awesome. (laughs) 
So how are, how are your weeks? Um, Ricky, I know that you have been working on the habit of a vegetable every day. Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> I had a little pause and a like half an eye roll. I, it was my birthday this week and not Doesn't to mean say it's that- a, you said every day a vegetable. What a great way to celebrate your birthday than to stick to your commitments. <laughs> I think it did fall a little bit to the wayside, but I did have some vacation carrots this week. I did have, you know, some of my... When you say some vacation carrots, are we talking one or are we talking a serving? We're talking more than one, but probably maybe half a serving, (laughs) but I did include them. So it wasn't every day though. So I enjoyed myself this week. I let my... Enjoyed my birthday and it was a birthday week, um, but it is over. I did the one positive of having a birthday towards the end of the month is if you are the type of person that's like, like me, where it's like the whole month is going to be a celebration. I didn't start before my birthday that much, um, but I did, you know, it, it's done. It's the last day of the month. Um, I'm done. <laughs> Yay. Start fresh. Yes. But did you have a good birthday otherwise? I mean... It sounds like you you made choices to enjoy your birthday with food and you mm-hmm. and you did. You you're not in a place of regret with it, right? No, I'm not. And I don't feel like I went crazy, you know, like I I enjoyed a meal out the Saturday before. I enjoyed a meal out um the day of and I, I do feel like I ate out a lot, but it wasn't like let me pick this up and have a meal by myself. It was planned meals with friends. And, you know, there was some forethought before having it. It just wasn't all within points. And I allowed myself to do that for that occasion. I think part of the, like part of the thing of, especially when it comes to that is like, can I do this in freedom? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if I can, if I can do this and I know that's going to be more than I would usually have in a week, but it's a special week because it's mm-hmm. a birthday, but I get to the end of the week and I'm not, there's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no hiding. Right? right. To me, that's a, that's a win for it. Yes. Yeah. And I think it did need some, po- sorry, go ahead, Candace. No, go ahead. There were some times this week where I, I could have made a choice to have two of something like two donuts or two, whatever it was. Um, and I think I, I showed some growth in saying, okay, I'm going to pick one of these things to enjoy and so that was a win for me, even though the scale was definitely up. I, you know, think it could have been worse. So, and and I'm ready to move forward from it. I celebrated, and it's it's a new day, a new month next, tomorrow. <laughs> and like you said, the guilt, the, the fact that there's no guilt with it means that you can really truly leave it in mm-hmm. the past week and move on. Because the guilt, to me, is the killer. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, Oh, oh my gosh. How did the scale go up? Even though I know how, why did I do that? Blah, blah, blah. Internal dialogue. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you cut it off, you're like, I know what it was. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Let's move on. It's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Candace, how about you? I know you've had, um, you know, still kind of recovering a little bit, I think, uh, you know, and, but I heard last week you had a four, what, almost a four pound loss. (laughs) Yeah, I did. And this week it was like, okay, we're not doing that again. So, but I also was getting over a calf injury. I think I mentioned that it, this, I had this yeah. calf strain that like came out of nowhere. And when you have a, a, a calf sprain or injury so close to a procedure, everyone's worried that it's a blood clot. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I had to rush to the ER for them to make sure it wasn't a blood clot and it wasn't, but 
I didn't get as much activity last week. And mm-hmm. so I'm thankful this week that everything and, you know, it's, it's healed now. So I was able to actually get on the bike uh, in the past week and do the new, they have a new thing called lane break on Peloton, which is basically like this. They've made the, the Peloton bike, like an arcade game where you're trying to get points, mm-hmm. you know, me being driven to win everything. I was like, I have to do advance to start this off. And I did 10 minutes and they was like, you're going to ruin your calf. You just got, you just healed it. And I'm over here like, I must do advance for 10 minutes. I did the beginner for 10 minutes and it was hard. hard. You would start off with advanced. I was like, but you know, I just needed to make sure like just to see if I could do it possibly. I almost died. It was, it's really not, it it is very hard. I just love that your first thought was not to start with the beginner, but to like, I am going to go kill my myself doing it's a competitor good. in me. I was like, it's like when I go to the softball, I used to play softball and you go to the batting cages and I would do the advanced lane where the balls come so quick. And they was like, you know, they have beginner and intermediate. I was like, I am not a beginner. I am advanced. He's like, you're in competition with who? I just don't understand. Like, who are you competing with? It makes sense. But anyway, um, the scale, like I said, wasn't really very friendly. It wasn't too bad. It was like maybe a pound up. Um, but I, you know, I know what it was from and the lack of exercise for me and not being in a step bed and then my yeah. calf, like that can make it tough. Can we talk about that real quick? Because not being in the step bed, I realized what last, last week, early last week, I took a week off from the step bed and I noticed myself and my habits already starting to do that kind of decline. And I went, I need this to keep me accountable right now. I'm going back and I just wanted to put that. I was waiting till we filmed to put it on the air that I'm breaking. I have to be in a step bed. I feel like an <laughs> addict. I'm like, it's not even about the money. I just need to be able to say that somebody's watching me and making sure I get my steps. So I will be joining one. I'm not creating one, but I'm going to find one to join until we create our next one. Cause this is bad. Yes. I told myself when I came back from my trip, that I was going to join a step bet. So at some point this week, I am also going to be joining a step bet just because the accountability is so good. And I just put this out there really quickly because tomorrow's March 1st. I mean, but you know, it's going to be March 1st this week. I just wanted to say that because (laughs) March 1st is the beginning of a new month. So if we wanted to find one for not to give into perfection, because we're not perfectionists, but it would be great if we found one for March 1st, just saying, okay. Anyway, I, I, um, I will fully support you both. <laughs> Ricky's out. She done <laughs> from the sidelines. <laughs> Ricky's like, go team. That's great. Ricky's I, out. I, I do appreciate the the helpfulness of a step bed. And I, I don't think I'm above it. But for me, I, <laughs> I'm on my feet a lot. So my feet I have were starting to, to hurt me in the end of the last one. So, um, I, I'm probably going to bow out of this one if you guys find one, but I completely respect and support you guys. In support. Doing oh, I will win the money for everybody. Don't worry. You know, I don't lose step bets. It's my thing. So <laughs> you can no. count on me to save the $40. Uh, you know, so speaking, you know, speaking of the step bet, we had a lot of people that, well, I wouldn't say we had a lot of people dropped out. That's quite an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I think about sometimes when we do things like step bets or we have maybe some other fitness goals or even health goals, comparison can really, you know, slide into this. Like, mm-hmm. man, how is it that they can do this? And I just don't have the energy for it. Or I just can't, or, you know, this person, like, as we were doing the step bet, I was watching some of these, um, some of the people that were in the group, they had like, their step goals were like 20,000 steps yeah, like, for the day, like right? Like on the low end. And I remember looking at that and going, holy <laughs> because I'm over here struggling at 7,500 steps and 9,400 as my stretch goal, right? And someone over here is just like casually doing 20,000 steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would catch myself kind of comparing like, yeah, well, man, maybe I'm, I'm you know, it, I'm comparing myself to what their current rate of activity is, and I'm doing it without a full picture of who they are and comparing their picture to what my picture is. Do you guys ever catch yourself in that or have you caught yourself in that recently? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. All the time. I mean, I think with social media, it's so much easier to do that, um, especially if someone shares, you know, here's my goal weight or, you know, not to to put down anyone who does share that. But, I, you know, I think with lots of influencers and, you know, things like that, it, it's, if something is shared and if I also know like, oh, maybe I'm a similar height to that person, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to be at that weight. So I think sometimes I say, oh, well, that would be a great goal for me. But then I think about how many pounds that would be and how long it would take. And it can be discouraging to think about that number. Um, But I'm reminded one of my favorite people to listen to is Christine Kane. And she said a lot of times we want to start where other people have finished. And that is so profound to me because I think that's true. We look at people who've reached their goals and we can have a sense of jealousy or envy but it's like they're they put in the work. We don't want to put in the work. Oftentimes, we just want to be where that person has has ended up. Um, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I I am as I said, and when we were talking about my week, I'm a competitor. Like I'm a person mm-hmm. who likes to compete, and I and I tend to sometimes look at others and their journey and find myself subconsciously wanting to compete with them. Like you know if. Uh, somebody says they walk 30 minutes, I want to walk 35. Or, you know, if they lost two pounds this week, I want to lose 2.2, you know, and I tie my self worth and my ability to feel good about my journey to my ability to be first. And but I don't know who I'm competing, you know, when a lot of times they don't even know I'm competing with them. But because we are in that arena that you're saying, Ricky, where everyone's sharing, I mean, social media has really changed the game, a lot of things that we wouldn't have known. Or even going to meetings versus being online. When you go into the meeting room, people share at the end about how much weight they lost at the end of the week, you know, and they get Bravo stickers. And you know what I'm motivated by? I want a Bravo (laughs) sticker. So I need to find something to celebrate. I think that it can be in some ways, maybe you could make it a positive because it's like if it motivates me to stay on track. 
But when you don't hit those goals, it can be very demoralizing. It can be, it could, it can really do a dent to your self-esteem and you have mm-hmm. to be able to put everything into place. Cause Ricky, like you said, what am I doing? Am I doing everything? Is it apples to apples in comparison? Mm-hmm. Did I go on the, did I eat the exact same things? Did we go on the same walks? Did we do the same things? And usually it's not, you usually have not put in the same amount of effort. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. hard to be. Um, I think one of the things that I try to remind myself is I really shouldn't be jealous of someone else's results that they're getting um, with the effort that I'm not doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're doing the work that I'm, that I'm not doing, or we're doing different levels of work or, our lifestyles may be different. Like right now, I mean, I would love to be continuously losing weight every week, but mm-hmm. what have I been telling you? My goal right now is maintenance. So mm-hmm. I can't be mad that I'm not losing weight when I'm aiming for maintenance. And guess mm-hmm. what? I'm hitting maintenance every single time, which is awesome because that's what I said I'm I'm aiming for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Ricky, I really love, I love that quote from Christine Kane. I just wrote it down. We want to start where other people finish. What are some tactics? So I, like I hear our, our problem of seeing, and really it's jealousy and envy, mm-hmm. right? What are some tactics that you employ to help keep yourself from that jealousy and from, from that envy when you start to compare? Sometimes I have to shut the computer off. I have to actually mm-hmm. get away because everyone has a right to share you know, or, but sometimes I I just have to get away from the triggers and the trigger may be social media. I need to take a break from the computer. I need to go inward. I need to focus on myself. And, um, that usually can help kind of recenter me and help me to refocus when I feel like my mind is getting muddied and clouded with other people's successes that I'm using to compare to my own. But what Mm -hmm. about you guys? For me, I think I do the same thing, Candace. I think for me, I have to shut it down. I have to do something else. But also another thing I try to do is is instead of thinking about what is wrong with what I'm doing and, and not to say I don't need to face, you know, my habits that I need to change, but what can I be proud of? What can I say, you know, oh man, that person, they lost 50 pounds this year and I haven't lost anything this year what can I focus on instead of, well, I made progress with my workouts. I, you know, or I can just turn it to what I'm grateful for. I think shifting the language of what I'm saying and also being grateful for something. Cause we have, you know, at the end of the day, we have so much to be thankful for. And I think we can often get stuck in what we don't have when we're focusing on other people and what they have. Mm-hmm. I think the question that I always ask myself is why, why do I feel why do I feel jealous right now? Why do I feel like I'm comparing myself? Um, why can't I celebrate this person's success right now? And those are questions that usually lead me into some different answers. It's, it's kind of those moments of honesty within myself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good to acknowledge the frustration of, I haven't been doing the work. Yeah. Why am I upset with it? If I, if I haven't been doing the work, I have to own that. Or mm-hmm. maybe I'm just feeling right now because I really want it so bad. And I know that I've been doing the work and maybe the frustration that I'm feeling isn't because I'm not doing the work. It's just, I want to be there. 
Yeah. I'm just not there yet, but that doesn't mean I'm not on my way. Well, what I like about what you said, Aaron, is something that you hear a lot in therapy and it's about being curious with your mm-hmm. feelings instead of attacking or berating how you feel. It's curious as to why I, I am feeling that way and let me think about it. But another piece that I think that we miss when we do fall into comparison and judgment and all of that is there's something that that person could have to offer that could benefit your journey. And a lot of times when people are sharing, they're very excited. You, you know, because people don't usually share when they're not excited. Um, you know, they're like, I gained 30 pounds this week. Thanks. Like it's more <laughs> something that they, they, and they feel like they want to, to maybe impart some wisdom. So maybe saying that's wonderful. Is there anything, what's one piece of advice that you would give to others who want to have that type of success and really listening? Cause it could be something that helps you in your own journey. Mm-hmm. But when you are coming from a place of jealousy, it's kind of hard to hear. And not everything is jealousy. I know that sometimes it's just triggers mm-hmm. because naturally my body may lose two pounds a week doing this really, truly apples to apples, doing the same amount of effort as Ricky, who may mm-hmm. lose three pounds a week or as Aaron, who will only lose one. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want this to all be consistent Um, but that's just not reality. It does, like you said, Aaron, it doesn't mean we won't get there, but there could, there's still some value in the feedback that you could receive from others. Yeah, I can appreciate that, Candice. And I, I think another thing we forget too, is like, let's say someone is saying, you know, I got to this goal weight, you know, let's say it's 150 pounds. I got to 150 pounds by walking and doing squats every day you know, let's say I start walking and doing squats every day and I get to 150 pounds. My 150 pounds is not going to look the same as someone else's. So I think sometimes we get stuck in the visuals. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but sometimes I look at, you know, this trainer worked out this way or this person who lost weight looks this way. Like I I can look like that. Well, I am me and they them. Our bodies, even at the same weight, you know, depending on our height, our build, our muscle tone, whatever it is, it's going to look different. I think we forget that sometimes too. And that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I always think about too is when they do share or if they're in a space of sharing what they're doing, I have to be honest with myself about what I'm not will and will not do. So some a certain influencer may say, Oh, you could have my success if you eat this same dinner every night. You got to have this protein pasta and put this this in here and this low fat cheese. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's just not a reality for me in terms of how I want to live my journey. So mm-hmm. I accept that I might not have success the way that you do, but even if it takes me longer, I need to do it in a way that feels healthy and sustainable and manageable for myself. And that's a tough conversation to have because you still might want their their success, but be honest about what you're willing and not willing to do. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen plenty of people share stuff. And like I said, it's just not the will of God for my life. <laughs> <laughs> but Candace, what you just said, there is an acknowledgement of I want their success without doing their work to get it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and so perfect. for us, that's going, what's, what am I willing to do to get what results? Mm-hmm. What are the results that I want and what do I expect to do the work to get there Mm -hmm. to it? Mm -hmm. Um, And being able to hold that, you Mm -hmm. know, loosely in our hands Mm -hmm. to, we can't compare, we cannot compare (laughs) their results with our lack of effort. Yeah. It'll never get there. 
Aaron, I think it's what is the work I'm willing to do, but also for how long? Because I think so often we let's let's say the work is, you know, walking a mile every day or, you know, three miles, every whatever it is. Let's say that's the work. But I, let's say I don't see the results after two weeks. And, you know, it took them four weeks of, to lose whatever it is. But I get to two weeks and I don't see half of that or I don't see whatever that milestone I've determined is. How do I keep pushing <laughs> to get to that point? Or that, that might be the point where people give up too. I think that's a really great, I think that's a great point. And I think that's where we, you know, the work that we've been doing about habits, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about doing this short tor- the short-term thing to see this kind of result. It's what are the long-term habits that we're creating to create these long-term results of who we want to be and where we want to be. I'll, I'll give you an example because it, this one just, this one just hit me the other day. Um, you know, I've been walking for a long time now. So what I started in August is when I started every single day, I am going for a walk one way or the other. I'm, ro- I'm walking roughly two miles a day. I am not doing anything crazy. I'm not pumping my arms, you know, like I'm, like I've lost my mind. None of it. It's just a normal walk. And I put on a pair of pants the other day and a shirt that at the current weight that I'm at, I wouldn't normally be able to wear, but I can wear it because I've kept up with my walking. I've toned up. So I haven't actually lost, like I said, I've been maintaining my weight basically since Christmas, but what I've noticed since then, because I've kept this habit going is that I'm actually toning up little bits, little more, little more, little more, little more at a time. So I actually look leaner than what I would have portrayed myself or, or even what I expect myself to be at the weight that I'm, that I am at. So I think that goes to kind of to what you're saying, Ricky, is that, you know, it's the habits that we're doing and for how long. Because if I had, I would, I'm where I'm having the success now, I wouldn't have had if I quit at the end of August. And this just for me is showing me the long game of what we're doing, the reminder that there is a long game to this. And I'm still seeing results and things pay off months down the line. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of our talk a few weeks ago about this is why you're stuck and how the habits that you're creating are the things that you're doing to not given to that toxic positivity of, oh, well, it's okay if I don't do my walk or it's okay if I just am just maintaining and I need to do this. You've kept something that's consistent that isn't in line with how you want to view yourself. With The walking mm-hmm. is something that is makes you feel good. It's not just for the weight loss. It's for overall health and wellness. And like you said, it's paying off in more ways than one, you know, whereas you could have really given in for that. You really could not have maintained that habit and not had that success with the clothes, you know? So I think about that when we even, you know, with this conversation too, when you, I'm not saying that we're giving into the toxic positivity, but when you're looking at other people's journey and the things that they are willing to do, right. Mm -hmm. To hit those goals. And we, when we get that feedback about the things that they're doing, Aaron's like, I'm just walking. Oh, I wish I were Aaron where I put on some clothes recently and they fit. That hasn't been my reality. And Aaron's like, why well, go for a walk every day? Well, I'm not going to do that because that's just a little too hard for me right now. Right. Well, <laughs> okay. Then don't complain. Right. You know, right. You know, the reality is this is six months. Yeah. This is six months for me. And that can sound like a really long time mm-hmm. when you want an instant result. 
right? When And we don't always, uh, I don't know that we always look at weight, weight loss in the media is like, I want an instant result. We want to see it move fast is what we'll say, right? We just want to get it off mm-hmm. fast. But it's also owning that sometimes for many of us, this is taking years to yeah. put on. So why are we expecting an instant result yeah. when we're talking decades worth of work mm-hmm. to make that happen? Do you all yeah. also find sometimes that you minimize the feedback that you get from others too when you do, when maybe someone is sharing what's working for them? You're like, well, that'd never work for me. Like, you know, I understand that walking is something that you, we get that face because I do. Hmm, for real, mm-hmm. walking, walking's what, <laughs> what lets you go down. That wouldn't work for me. I need something tons more than walking. Right. But it's a way to, again, continue to keep myself in comparison and never getting what I need. You're like, you don't have to walk, but it's working for me. And you asked me mm-hmm. what you could do to yeah. achieve my results. I it think feels too simple. Mm-hmm. It feels too and, simple anymore. Yeah. You know what? I think I don't quite do that. I think I typically will take everything to heart, but I don't know that I do it at the level of consistency that that person did it. And then I just kind of am like, well, I guess that wasn't for me. Let me try something else. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a challenge for me is less that I don't necessarily believe that that won't work for them or, you know, trust that, that that won't work for me. But I think I don't try it at the same level of intensity or the, 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 the length of time that maybe they've done it. Go ahead, Candace. I was just gonna say, I give into the excuse that, I, that there's a reason why I can't, like I always will find, and I, that's something I'm really working on in my personal journey is using excuses that I know really could be challenged, you know, well, you know, I had the baby, so it's really hard for me to get out of the house because it's been cold out, but you found a way to do that last year. But it's an inconvenient excuse and nobody challenges me on it, you know, mm-hmm. but I, it's still keeping me from my results. So just thinking about the role of excuses. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask a really pointed question. What's the excuse that you're giving yourself right now that's going unchallenged? And just general, like just to, just in general. I think one is usually around time that I just don't have time. My excuse is that I have a lot going on, you know, personally, you know, mentally, and I just don't have the space to exercise or to take that 30 minutes for myself or to, and what I have found and know to be true is that it actually benefits me to take those 30 minutes to get on the bike or to go out for a walk because it puts me in a better Mm -hmm. headspace. I have, it's been convenient for me to do so. And I've been getting away with it to my own detriment because no one usually challenges me on it, nor should they, I mean, they can, but it's still more me having to challenge me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. externally you all can say whatever you need to say, but I'm the one who's impacted by my choices and decisions. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? I think for me, it's I'll do better tomorrow. I'll I'll do better the next meal. I'll do better the next time I'm presented with this situation or this surprise, you know, food in the lounge. I'll I'll say no next time. Or the it's those excuses or lies that I, I tell myself about um, you know, that hard work of saying no and practicing the no muscle. 
well, right now I'm saying yes to it, but I'll say no tomorrow or I'll, you know, kind of putting it off. I think that's been a constant excuse for me. Mm-hmm. I think mine is, I think mine is in the time realm, probably too, Candice. I think mine is, um, I don't have time to work on losing weight right now. So I'm sticking with maintenance and, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of in between with that right now because I know what my brain capacity is, but truthfully, it's not that much harder to switch from maintenance to weight loss mode. Really? I mean, you know what I mean? It's just eating a few less things. <laughs> That's really all it is. And I have to be honest with myself, if weight lo- is weight loss what I want or is maintenance what I want? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what makes it even more difficult? I was thinking about a friend of mine who she's been absolutely excellent as I've been going through this season in my life. I asked her, I said, please. She was like, I would love to walk with you anytime that you want to, to anytime you want to just walk to clear your mind, like I'm available. And I said, please ask me, you know, anytime that you talk to me, just ask me. And I make sure you stay on me because I want to do that. I have not walked with her yet. And it's been a month. And she is consistent every week. She's like, did you want to walk this week? And I'm like, "Uh, insert other excuse, you know, the baby again this week up, you know, I got that thing going on for work, but she's been consistent in asking. And I was like, how many times could I have gone out and mm-hmm. caught up with my friend. And whenever she asked me, I get a, a feeling in my stomach. Like I just, I'm so used to saying no. I'm so mm-hmm. used to the pattern of putting it off that instead of me trying to find a way to make it work, I'm more dedicated to trying to find a reason why it won't. Mm-hmm. And I have to figure out why it's not because I don't like her. It's not because I don't want to, to, to catch up with her. It's just, I am so used to the excuse. Mm-hmm. And to giving into that brain pathway of excuse instead of making a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite quotes is you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times I'm, I'm the horse that's been led to the water. Right. And there is nothing but like wide open, the most beautiful crystal clear water sitting in front of me, the best, but I won't drink it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it's right here. And I know that's good for me. Yeah. And so the it's, worst it, thing is when the horses asked you to lead it to the water. Like I'm the one <laughs> older to tell me, Yeah, like, uh-huh. please ask me. And now I'm like, why did I tell you to do that? Please stop asking me. <laughs> I told you to, but stop following instructions. She's like, because she said, you told me to ask you even when, and I was like, well, I wasn't well. Okay. <laughs> I will add the caveat because sometimes we tend to look through rose colored glasses into, you know, our past month. I do think you are worthy of an excuse from the past month because I, I, I yeah, I do yeah. get that. Yes. yes. <laughs> and which is why I'm so looking forward to March 1st. Right. right. <laughs> but again, I need to let go of that reason of that unrealistic right. thought that March 1st is going to be this perfect month and everything's going to change and everything's going to align and I'm going to be the best person ever. Maybe most likely not. Right. Most likely. Because our past history has shown every new reason, every new thing that we've had. Mm-hmm. I make January. it to lunch. <laughs> Yeah. Right. We just celebrated January. We're all, you know, right. two months ago sitting here excited for the new year. And Don't here we are my parade first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rain on my parade. We got so everything. goals for this week. 
Mm-hmm. To go on a walk with my friend. Are you going to call your friend up? <laughs> and tell her that I want to walk this week and then keep the appointment. I know that sounds silly, but that pro- really is my goal. Here's an idea. What if you actually send it to her and say, hey, are you available on this day and time? As opposed to kind of having the ball in her court there. Maybe you take the ball and say, yeah, you've got some ownership on it. Yeah. But then I also not giving it to the way that I can then say, look what happened this morning. Lord, he <laughs> needs to change that boy's diaper. I mean, it's always <laughs> the dumbest excuse too. like I change his diaper every day. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> It's a poopy one. <laughs> I walk this morning. It doesn't take me that long. But yes, but it's not just making the appointment, but like you said, Aaron, taking ownership and keeping it, showing up. Yeah. Okay. What about you all? I'm still pondering because there's so many things I want to work on and I want to maintain. I, I want to reestablish my veggie a veggie a day goal. I want to reestablish that. Um and I did download Plant Nanny. So I find myself just constantly being behind on water. So I I really want to focus on those things because I think if I can fill myself up on veggies throughout the day, I will not have as many moments of wanting to snack on other things. Um, And if I'm not, you know, dehydrated too, I think that will help with that too. Um, Ricky, when you talk about veggies and filling yourself up on veggies, would it, would it be more helpful to make, something more concrete as opposed to veggies being nebulous, but like at lunch every day this week, I'm going to do veggies or Mm -hmm. I heard that. "Mm -hmm." Well, no, because I I didn't focus on a time, but no, I I think that would be helpful. I'm just trying to think of what I have and how I could make that work for tomorrow. But um, well, if you, so if you've said you've made veggies a goal, how would you make that work? I would probably be cooking it from like over on the oven, like we're on the stove um, for din- at dinner time. So that's what I'm problem solving for tomorrow. But I could have the, like whatever I make tomorrow be leftovers for lunch the next day. Absolutely. Or or is it dinner? It sounds mm-hmm. like if you've got you know cooked dinner, right? So you're basically going from no veggies in a day to adding veggies within your mm-hmm. day, right? Cause you said that was kind of your habit that you're trying to, to be consistent with mm-hmm. what's most realistic. I just put out lunch, but what's the most realistic thing for me? It's probably dinner unless I'm working in, in like breakfast somehow dinner is usually the, the place where I have most access to um, those things. And it's easier to keep versus having to heat up different things or, you know, it, I just don't currently have fresh stuff at home. Okay. So, you know, Ricky, one thing you brought up, I think a few episodes ago was smoothies and mm-hmm. maybe adding like the spinach, you know, cause that's something that doesn't really taste, but that's something you can use for breakfast and other things that's, too. That's good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, for me, my goal this week, I realized today uh, when I got to four 30 this afternoon, I had only walked 755 steps mm-hmm. and that tells you just how locked in I have been at at work and sitting at my desk and with no movement. So this week I'm committing to getting up. <laughs> when we come walking with you. Come to the light. Come to the step bed. Just, just give in. I know. I think having the step bed is going to help keep me accountable to being up and moving throughout the day. Uh, but I am committing to getting up at two five minute intervals 
and go for a walk. So I'm going to go set timers on my phone to be able to do that because I need to get, I cannot have only walked 800 steps, you know, by 4 PM. And here's why too, like it really concerns me because they talk about sitting being the new version of smoking, right? I can get up and I can go for a two mile walk all I want in a day. That doesn't actually lead me to greater health. That's actually at that point being my only source of movement for the day. So Mm. I want to make sure that I have a little bit more consistent movement through the day. And then that's my exercise. So Aaron, I don't know if this is helpful. This is something I had shared in the Facebook group when I was in the step bet. And usually when I'm trying to make sure I move throughout the day, I don't know if you have a to-do list, but I will actually put on my to-do list at different intervals, like it's time to get 1000 steps and write that out like maybe four or five times so that when that comes up, because I do a randomizer, because of course I have to be really fancy with my to-do list. But once my number comes up and it says it's time to do a thousand steps, that's a thousand steps that... I'm focused on getting and however long it takes, then I move on to something else and then come back and do another. So just wanted to throw that out there. I don't have the to-do list, but I use Outlook throughout the day and I've got my calendar reminders. Mm -hmm. So a way that I could implement that would be to do my Outlook calendar reminder and Mm -hmm. set set the time for it to, you know, pop up. Mm -hmm. And also I was even thinking too, like I'm, I'm trying to get myself back in the habit of actually taking lunch and sitting and enjoying it and then leaving enough room that I can hop up and just go walk around, uh, you know, walk beginning to end of my street, at least just once, just to kind of get out and get mm-hmm. sunshine and fresh air. And the weather's getting better. So yes. I'm claiming it. I'm claiming right. it. I'm claiming <laughs> I'm taking it. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we wish you a really awesome week. Um, you know, catch yourself as you find yourself feeling that comparison, maybe just to sit as, you know, Candace brought up and, and to be curious and ask why, why do I feel this way about it? What's holding me back from being able to celebrate somebody? Is it, am I feeling a lack within myself? And then maybe diving into that and, and explore that because our whole hope is just to be able to live this life with some freedom, get rid of our guilt, get rid of the shame, no hiding and being able to, uh, you know, openly celebrate one another's success, including our own. Uh, so we wish you a great week and uh, you're always invited to join us in the real WW talk Facebook group We're on Instagram and YouTube and the podcast. Just search real WW talk anywhere and you will find us. All right. Have a great week. Bye.